0: hey what's up y'all uh this particular episode is pretty good and i think i'm gonna go ahead and just do like little intros on all the episodes from here on out but I have tina's pretty parties it's based in uh i believe deerfield deerfield florida which is uh probably about 30 40 minutes away from miami did it via zoom it was a dope interview happened uh friday evening um Definitely was a little tired for the day, but it was still overall great interview. She has fantastic uh baking skills that she had um, built her business around, and she also sells a thing like confetti and things of that nature as well. So check out the interview and continue to keep sharing this uh platform. Also, if you have not go ahead and download the bank that radio show app, you can get it on Apple Store, Google Store, or you can visit the website. Banked out radio show at gmail.com
1: Yeah Told y'all this was a movement Taking over the highways You dig? Banked out. Banked out. banked out banked out Banked out Banked out East to West we getting banked out North to South we getting banked while we Back. Yeah. Back. One time for the team That gon' hustle for the cream How we know it's grind Till the dough come This the Bank Dot Radio Show We controlling the globe And we second to no one Every time we emerge, We putting that work in Bank that do it for the culture Putting on for the city That's 24-7 And we show we love Like we supposed to How we keep making. money Coastal, no suckers to believe, but I told you. Baked out, about to be your household name. And paid out I mean when you pop more chains.
0: You don't even know just how I really get you rockin' rocking with the best, so tune in with you better be. Plus, you getting fancy like Nancy on every single day of the week. And chop a game like a Cherokee, balling like Odell. Trying to stamp Mo Mill, networking everywhere, it's about to be your movie. Gotta go beat, it's the only way to do it. This a conglomerate, we getting to it. Plus,
1: you got heat for the streets while you're puffing on the cook shop leaf. Riding out on the interstate. We got indies and majors.
0: We international players. All about getting paid, make sure to tune in. And tap in with the movement Cause it's about to go down Shout out Discovered It's captain of the mothership If you ain't know that you know now Where you about to get Right We have the owner, founder of Tina's Pretty Party, Miss Tina on uh, Zoom, Facebook live with us tonight. How you doing, ma'am?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Um, you know, actually good is not a, uh, a feeling. Um, I, I have a counseling business and my mother-in-law would actually be very proud of this moment because um, it's not on the feeling sheet. So, yeah, good is not really a feeling. So we, we got to have another descriptive word, please. Happy. I think happy is on there. Um, <laughs> it's under the category for something like that. Um, I'm excited and you can have multiple feelings at a time too. Um, I'm excited one because it's the weekend. Um, that really doesn't mean anything to an entrepreneur, but it's accomplishment, I guess. Um, and then I'm. Um, Getting closer to my numbers. My goal for this year is to do 100 interviews. I did like 60 something last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My highest year, I did like 88. Well, um, how many
1: have you done so far?
0: I don't know. I haven't counted them all. I think I'm up to, well, I know I'm, uh, if I do 10 a month, which I've been averaging 10 a month, but this month I have scheduled already. 16 or 17 something like that um and i think i've done so far this month what's today the fourth i know i've done at least five or six of them and then looking at next week's schedule and the the, the week after that mm-hmm. by the end of the month i've done 17 just for the month of february i mean february uh march so i'm i'm i know i'm well on my way so yeah. if I hit my goal around, you know, October, I'll just take the rest of the year off, I won't do no more interviews, and then I'll set a new goal for 2023. Uh, cause I got all this other stuff I'm doing as well. But thank you for coming on to the show because you know you didn't have to. No
1: problem. I'm happy <laughs> no. to be here.
0: <laughs> no, probably. Are you tired as well?
1: A little bit. I had a long day at work.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Good work work it to get you. So work work or uh business work?
1: Work work while doing
0: business work Ooh, so you multitasking huh
1: mm-hmm.
0: on these streets yeah <laughs> one of the, one of the best uh feelings i've ever had you want to know one of the best feelings i've ever had
1: tell me
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just love i'm loving your facial expressions and your mannerisms um when i quit my job <laughs> and i could do what i want to do <laughs> It's like way up there um you know Wedding uh was a great um day graduating from high school don't even count anymore though graduating from college was a great day too great accomplishment never my god um but then you know having all my kids being there for their births that was great as well and then right along in there, I didn't even know uh, calling to work or whatever I just didn't show up and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, wow,
0: so no, I did it. No, not f- what? <laughs> no, what <weren't> going back. <laughs> no, I actually that reminds me. I saw this post the other day on Facebook and I thought it was pretty cool. They said, Um, why do we have to give employers two weeks worth notice when they don't give you no two weeks when they're gonna fire you? That's
1: true,
0: exactly. So, I hey, guess we need it's to-
1: just a way for us to close the door for what properly, in a sense. How-
0: uh, how do you properly get fired <laughs> exactly see <laughs> so yeah we we got these discussions but uh let's talk about your baking business Tina pretty parties and for everybody out there uh you can go actually let's see if i can put your instagram handle all that good stuff and the comments so they can go see these wonderful fantastic pictures and videos that you have uh uh oh. If I go to the right page, I can put it in there. Uh, But yes, tell us about uh, what inspired you to start your baking business.
1: Okay. So um, what inspired me to start my business, it was during um, the start of the quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I was at home with my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of compliments on how I set up her birthday party, her Mm -hmm. second birthday party. So Tina's Pretty Parties initially was supposed to be me decorating parties, events.
2: Okay. But
1: I wanted to expand. I wanted to be sort of like a one-stop shop. So if they Mm -hmm. come to me for decorations, I could then make their treats for their table. So that will be more money for me. Mm -hmm. So as I was practicing, I posted something that I created It was um chocolate strawberries and it literally just took off like i was booked that weekend on for like months i was just booked with strawberry strawberry strawberries so then i just birthed tina's pretty parties into just treats and not so much of the decorations and then i just kept going then i added cupcakes I mastered the cupcakes, then I just started adding, OK, let's add Rice Krispies, Oreos, marshmallows. And then she is what she is today.
0: Oh, wow. So basically. You had to start the business because of demand.
1: Mm, very true.
0: Yeah, see, so that a business, you know, what I'm saying education gets you. Um, So um, when you started this process, did you have any other uh, business experience prior to that?
1: Um, At the time, Mm -hmm. I was trying to build another business that I had where I was doing makeup and selling Mm -hmm lash extensions like mink lashes so I was Mm -hmm. trying to do that at the same time I discovered a different talent that I had Mm -hmm. and the thing about it is like I I realized that the makeup wasn't really although I was good at it it wasn't really like a lifestyle for me because I'm not a makeup type of girl but Mm -hmm. I could do it so When I started baking, it was an everyday thing like I was just excited to do it. I could try a million different recipes, Mm -hmm. um, different decorations. So it was it was more so like living in it that Mm -hmm. made it great for me and easy for me. So I basically like dissolved the other business and just kept going with Tina's Pretty Parties.
0: So did you come up with your own formula for uh and recipes for your, your baked goods?
1: Um, no. You start off researching different blogs, mm-hmm. different recipes, and then you end up tweaking them because every everybody's taste buds is different. Like my first cake recipe wasn't really all that great, but I had to keep tweaking it, tweaking it, mm-hmm. tweaking it until I got nothing but good reviews on it and then that's what went in the recipe book
0: so uh what was the first uh, major obstacle you think that you overcame yes i have thought-provoking questions
1: with 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 my business <laughs> i don't think i had any major obstacles to be honest
0: so everything is like just out of the gate. Every time you made something, everything sold out, or every time you baked something, it ended up perfect, or at least desirable where everybody ate it.
1: I mean, mm, I mean, okay, w- what do you mean? Like bad reviews?
0: No, and it, you know I wouldn't obstacles, even consider obstacles, that. Obstacles an are, an are obstacle. not necessarily bad things, um, obstacles are just you know things that block the path of what I I would
1: say could have been an obstacle for me Mm. would have been my work schedule and Mm. my school schedule and also being a mom that Mm. would own that would really be the only obstacle I have because I'm a plan type of person Mm. so I'm really by my own book when it comes to my business so I wouldn't say I had any obstacles there But Mm -hmm. definitely with my personal life,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that would happen. Yeah.
0: Okay, so um, how do you find balance then between all those? Are you still currently in school?
1: Yes, I'm in my last semester. I'm getting my bachelor's in political science.
0: Mm, Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Then I have to start studying for the LSAT.
0: Okay, so you want to go to law school? Yes. Okay.
1: So, um... It's still not really balanced, to be honest. I don't think it would ever be like perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: because every day is like really unpredictable. Like yeah. I could be super, super drained one day and then the next day I have energy. So it's just like, it's whatever God gives me at the time.
0: Okay. So, how do you think you would handle um, your baking business, like getting to a point to where you have to make a decision? Would you put school on hold to continue the business, or would you put the business on hold to go to law school?
1: We just gonna leave the job out of the equation because I can leave the
0: job. <laughs> to keep
1: my business. And go to
0: well, with me, with me and jobs, you know, I just throw jobs away. You know, what I'm saying I already yeah. told you I quit my job, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we can throw the job away. Yeah, we
0: throw um, jobs away. We'll need those. Right. I would
1: um, could I could I scale back on the business and go to school? I would do yeah, that. You can't can. I, I don't think I would completely ever stop because that's something that I created. Like
0: mm-hmm. yeah but you know, you never, you know, you know never know. You know like, this is hypothetical, but you know, something you can be uh, successful to the point where, you know, you have to make a decision, Yeah. you know, you start doing like, you know, $10,000 a month consistently, like, you you got to really think about what you're going to do. That's
2: true.
0: Um, you know, cause th- those are life changing type of, um, events that happen. Mm-hmm. And once you build up that type of momentum for a business, I'm like, you know, Either you're gonna roll with it, or you're gonna scale it back and have to like build it back up and get that synergy or whatever. Which it can never, it can it, either not get back to that level, or you can get it to that level and exceed or whatever the case might be. But once you, uh, I've experienced once you build momentum for a business, you gotta keep going with it because it's harder to get that same momentum That's back.
1: True.
0: Yeah. Um. So when you started this process, um, and you're in a circle family, friends, coworkers, whomever. How did they feel about uh, you doing this when you express you know, that vision for yourself and what you want um, to accomplish?
1: My family, they were very supportive. That's good. I got to eat all the goodies that I tried to make or whatever. They were like my lab rats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they got to eat everything. Um, friends. I don't really have a lot of those. Um, I would say business did change um, friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I felt like I I kind of outgrew the mindset that they had, Mm -hmm. so they got had to get left in the past.
0: Yeah, no. uh, Like I I tell people all the time, like uh, all my friends are actually my business friends. Um, I don't have like just social friends I hang out with. Everybody that I hang out with. First of all, my hangouts are different, right? So I don't be clubbing nothing like that. If I go to the club, I'm getting paid to be there. Um, <laughs> second of all, my networking, uh, Diana Andrews, talking about absolutely yes. Um, my networking events are my social events, so I get to still, you know, because we're social creatures, just as you know, human beings and things of that nature. That's how I do my socializing. So it's it's business. But it's also like, you know, I like, I do mixers and stuff like that, you know, hire a bartender, we all drinking and stuff like that. And then business relationships, you know, more opportunities come along the way. Oh, yeah, we should do this. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. Just send over an invoice, blah, blah, blah. Hey. She's like, I ain't going to (laughs) talk. Like, who is that stranger talking to me? Um, (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, but yeah, so you know that's that's like my social uh, status and everything, hanging with business contacts and like-minded people because we're on different paths, you know. Um, and like you said, you outgrow that stuff because the stuff that they're doing, you don't have time to do. Right. So it doesn't it doesn't add if it doesn't add value, you don't give it your attention, which is okay. You know what I'm saying? We all have to rework our circles, and then like they say. Some people you meet for, you know, people come in seasons. Some people, you know what I'm saying, come into your life for, you know, a couple weeks, or whatever. And some people stay for years. So you, you, you want to add something?
1: <laughs> no, you, you were spot on. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do you uh, prefer baking? Like, what what is your thing that you prefer to bake or make? Um
1: it would be my first love which is strawberries and i've fallen in love a lot with making cupcakes Mm -hmm. just because of the space that i have to decorate so those are my top two
0: is is there such thing as like a non-baked item is that a thing
1: like you mean like a no-baked cheesecake
0: yes definitely did yeah
1: yeah I don't OK, I don't okay.
0: Those, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now I was actually going to ask you, like, how do you make a no big cheesecake? I'm like, <laughs> I
1: don't. I, I just don't
0: whip know. something up and just sit in school.
1: They probably, um, they probably use like an egg that's like, I, I forgot the word, but they use like a certain type of ingredient that mm-hmm. wouldn't get you sick if it's not
0: cooked. Mm, okay, gotcha. So, uh, how do you handle, um, You know, the different um, options as far as like, you know, people being vegan and things of nature and don't want eggs and stuff like that. Do you offer that or it's like I ain't catering to them?
1: (laughs) No, because vegan is expensive. No, Um, (laughs) I'm not really interested in no offense, like the vegan and gluten free community. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not really uh, interested because I mean. I wouldn't know what a vegan cake should taste like. Put it like that. Okay, gotcha. I wouldn't know if it was good or not, and I don't have any vegan friends, so. Okay. Yeah. No,
0: I get it. We don't have to cater to everybody. I get it. Um, you know, for so for people who can, that's their lifestyle thing of nature. I think it's easier for them to like go into that industry. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as you doing this, and you say you've been doing it for a couple years, um. Have you seen any other people uh, follow the same suit or try to like you know quote unquote compete as well in the same industry?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Go ahead.
0: Put them out there.
1: <laughs> but um, when I first started and um, my business was picking up traction. Mm-hmm. I definitely saw a couple people i went to school with trying to start doing treats and stuff like that yeah. um definitely seen other treat makers that were more uh what's the word they were in the game way before me longer than me um mm-hmm. did try to incorporate certain things that i had on my menu into their menu mm-hmm. um but I, it also came with a lot of people finding me inspiring, but not everyone is willing to admit that they're inspired.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, it came with the good and the bad, but yeah. to this day, I still see people trying to copy me.
0: So um, what? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at these fantastic pictures. First of all, these are some high quality pictures.
1: Thank so,
0: oh uh, yeah, I like. like- you said what?
1: iPhone 12.
0: Oh, iPhone. Oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, actually, that's what I was just about to ask, Diana. Uh, uh, Diane, um, what makes you what makes you different from other bakers and stuff?
1: My aesthetic, me.
0: So you you're you're, you're the secret sauce. Yes. Can't be duplicated or anything. And that's I. what's up. Um. So do you uh do you set goals for your business now? Um, Or you just going with the flow?
1: I I try to. I try to. Um, But uh, I don't know how to put it. I mean, I set goals. But I don't rush myself to, like, achieve them. Like, I learned to not really put a time stamp on it. Mm -hmm. You can say Manifest. If you want, okay. To. But, you got your yeah.
0: vision, you manifest, and things of that nature, and you got smaller manifestations. It comes, it then it
1: at uh-huh. the right
0: time. That's 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 what's up. um, Let's see, there's something on here. I was sitting there looking at. Okay, so like these cakes and stuff that people be making, mm-hmm. right? What is a typical price range for like a cake like this? This First of all, it looks like it's it's like triple stacked or something. You have this 31 and fine that um, you did for someone with the flowers on top, the butterflies, it's pink and all that stuff. I
1: actually charged her for that cake. I think I charged her... I really was supposed to give her a simple simplified cake. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to... I felt like being a little bit more creative. So I asked her permission to mm-hmm. like upscale her cake a bit free of charge. And she agreed. was oh, like, so yeah, so really, like, she she teased teased me like 100 bucks, mm-hmm. that cake is worth more than a 100 bucks. That probably would go for like 140 160, but I gave it to her 400.
0: OK, so are people fine with your prices, especially us in our communities?
1: Okay, so that's actually kind of funny, because when I first started, Mm -hmm. I was
0: undercharging. Uh
1: I wouldn't even say undercharging because my skills, although they were good for a beginner, like Mm -hmm. I was out the gate good, but I was still new. So I didn't really have a reputation just yet. So I had to be kind of like
0: affordable. Let's okay, well, okay, let me, okay, let's put that on pause real quick, right? You you got a gas station over here, right? hmm mm-hmm. They sell gas. They're not selling you the gas just because they knew it's still gas. So why would you sell under you you were undercharging yourself because you know you, you're putting that newness factor in, that shouldn't be a factor. You're offering somebody a service. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm saying you come out with the highest price or whatever, but at the same time. Uh, you know, you, you're looking back at it and you know, you had more value at that time. So therefore you did undercharge yourself. Um, you're cheating yourself because there was more to give to the price point. Um, but if you look at it, like, uh, take the person out of it, I'm like, it is what it is. If people buying gas, they're going to buy gas regardless. It don't matter if the gas station new or if it's old. Ain't no difference between a new gas station and an old gas station because it's all the same gas. Whatever, you know, grade of gas you're getting, it's all the same. The 87 over here is the same 87 over there. Okay. That's what I mean, you know. But
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing over this interview? <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: You're my
1: kids, <laughs> I
0: know I've literally had my kids when they are little in my interviews. Like, I'll be holding them as a baby interviewing folks and stuff like that so it's no problem you know what i'm saying she 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 gonna do what she gonna do All right, she's supposed to do what she's supposed to do
1: <laughs> um so yeah i started off at 15 dollars for a dozen which mm-hmm. i mean that's pretty good and then um within like a week and a half i upped it to 20. And then mm-hmm. after another week and a half i went up to 25 30 40. Now I charge $60 for a dozen strawberries, but they're Mm -hmm. not just plain. They're like super decorated. You can see Um, Mm -hmm. I mainly center my business around luxury. Mm -hmm. So I don't really get questioned for my prices. Now, when I first started going up on my prices, I got a little resistance from a few people, but I just took that as you're not my my target audience. You're not Mm -hmm. for me. You're not my client. And I just kept it moving and I kept going up on my prices. So as my skills grow, my
0: prices grow. Yeah, it's supposed to You're supposed to make money, too. I think sometimes that, you know, people forget even as a proprietor, operator, single person or whatever of the business, you're supposed to be able to live off your craft. Mm -hmm. You have to cover your expenses. You have to cover your overhead, not it. And you also have to be able to pay yourself inside out of outside of every single job that you get. Um, and then, of course, you know, as you get more clientele, things of that nature. I don't know what your uh, thing is now. Um, uh, I imagine your home-based business right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as you go, and uh, you grow, and then you have an actual uh, baker set up in a commercial spot. You probably need to increase some more because now you got to pay for rent, and people are paying for the skill set. They're also paying for the convenience. Because if they really want it, you know what I'm saying? They have to do the shit at home themselves and figure it out. And it costs you thousands of dollars and thousands of hours to like, get to the point to what you're paying for um, exactly. I don't ever argue about price with folks with anything. Uh, one, I don't uh, believe in devalue what people do, because when I tell people to talk to me, sometimes it's $150 an hour. Sometimes it's 300. But I'm going to get your business set up. You're going to learn everything that you need to do um, properly and i'll put you in my network and if you know what i'm saying depending on how i like you i teach you how to do business credit too um uh, because uh, that's one thing that uh, we don't learn how to do how to uh leverage our business and actually get business right. credit and not have to worry about personal credit um yeah but that's, that's another conversation uh, topic, topic all that stuff whatever um
1: oh, we can talk about it whenever you want to drop some uh free gems i'm listening
0: I'll text you to free gems. How about that? Because <laughs> people watch my videos with I've dropped enough free gems no, for everybody. I'm
1: actually starting the process for that. Like I have it written oh, I step- down and I have a checklist of every little thing that I do mm-hmm. to establish business credit. So I right now you, I have I, a, uh, it, a net 30 company right now. I am uh-huh. ordering from mm-hmm. to try to build it up. I mean, my business is still new, so it's kind of hard. I don't know no. if there's any secret that this? I
0: need to know. Oh, let me just go ahead and say this. I interviewed a gentleman who's actually in uh I think he's in the Miami area. Mm-hmm. Um, about a week ago. And his company specializes in getting small to mid sized business um credit opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you go through his process within a year, he said they can guarantee you'll get fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars and business credit, and it's associated with your EIN for your business, not personal. So I'll put you in contact with them. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, this thats this, this what I do, and this is what this is all about. I, I tell people it's too easy out here. Like I was saying earlier, I'm a huge advocate for independent artists, and I try to get them to understand you don't have to go to a record label anymore. You can start a business and finance your own career. Just mm-hmm. do it properly. And you don't have to spend all this money yourself because at the end of the day, people outside of our community, what do they do? They don't risk their own money. They don't put all their money up. They that put up other people's true. money and mm-hmm. this whole get it out the mud. Have you heard of that lingo? Get it out the mud.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Okay. You know what
0: I'm talking about? I think that does a disservice to our community because we're telling people, oh, no, nah, you got to get it out the mud yeah. when you're sending somebody back 20, 40, 50 years or whatever. I'm like to self finance your idea would uh, take years when you can go and get somebody else's capital and this is their um, it's their responsibility to weigh the risk and things of that nature. But they finance people all the well, businesses all the time. Um, so that we should start getting included in having these conversations and be privy to that information and all it. So, yeah so i'll uh, i'll see his info um when we get done and things of that nature uh so you can go ahead and you know get on that and get that rolling because i've gotten plenty of loans and you know, i got loans opportunities sitting right now with some of my businesses where they want me to you know like get five hundred thousand dollars and two hundred thousand minimum oh. so yeah i got seven businesses five of them are active so oh, this wow. is what i do yeah full-time been full-time entrepreneur since so
1: you're
0: a, you're a serial entrepreneur i am and I, I take that title uh i wear that with a badge of honor um i also get mad at all these little fake entrepreneurs on facebook and all that too but <laughs> <another>. <laughs> i can i can go on about that because they be they be pissing me off uh because i'm very passionate about business mm-hmm. um and making sure that you actually being legit and things of that nature and people not overselling and under delivering, you should always under, uh, sell and over deliver. Um, but you know, they get, they got the game backwards right now whatever. So, but everything washes itself in the, out anyway, when it comes to industries and blah, blah, blah. Um, not, uh, had some other, uh, great, fantastic. Questions. Okay. So how has social media, you said it helped, um, you know, when you first put it out there, so is that uh one of your main like marketing um tools yes. that you use? And for which me. platform works best for you?
1: <laughs> um Okay, because it's kind of like in the beginning I was super Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I would do, but uh recently probably at the beginning of the year I told myself I was going to network more to get uh a broader reach. So mm-hmm. I started really focusing on Facebook a lot more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's brought me a lot of clientele. And mm-hmm. especially, I just like literally launched my online store where I sell like edible glitters and stuff like that products that I use to make my treats look good. I now mm-hmm. sell on an online store. And that mm-hmm really helped me get sales like my first week i had like ten, no i had 13 orders my first two days i launched
0: that's so, what's up
1: i know i was so proud of myself yeah see um, and
0: you diversify in the streams of revenue
1: yeah so i'm trying to you know expand and get comfortable with talking more
0: mm-hmm. and
1: meeting other individuals like myself
0: mm-hmm but uh Facebook groups uh is a great thing. Um and then just reaching out. Like I'm uh, I'm on like a different a lot of different platforms. One, I'm always scrolling and looking at stuff. So that's how I came across yours. I was on Instagram, I believe, and I like looking at uh different reels. So I go through and just start scrolling. And it don't matter because I scroll everywhere. I talk to a lot of different people, like you're in Florida, I'm in Georgia, you know, so I don't even stick to my local area when. I talked to a lot of people in my area, but I also know that I'm not going to just, uh, stranglehold myself to this area. Um, I've always, uh, like reaching out, like earlier today, I was talking to a lady in California who's an esthetician. Um, I've been doing that for a while she got a lot of nice little following on Instagram, but that's how I found her just sitting there, just scrolling through, you know, and I follow various, uh, platforms as well that like highlights black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, you know, I should do my part as well. So that's what most of my guests are black owned businesses or black folks doing great thing in the community. Um, whether, you know, artists, poets, bakers, it doesn't matter. Estheticians, all sorts of folks. She um, what, uh, what on? OK, so have you gotten to the point um, where you do you offer like baking classes and stuff like that? For like you know, people who just want to learn better techniques and things at nature at home.
1: Um, I did at one point, but I stopped because it it wasn't really getting enough traction. I had mm-hmm. like one student, mm-hmm. so um, I put it on the back burner to move forward with my store. So, not saying I won't pick it back up. Mm-hmm. But right, but now now, I get it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, do you realize that, like having an online store and having your physical uh, service business that you do, are you know, I'm not they're one and the same, but they're also separate, and that they requires separate uh, <laughs> attentions and things that you have to do to run them.
1: Um, not really. Mm-hmm. I could kind of, I could kind of use both um, in one because. I bake so I could literally just satisfy clients need and then use what I'm selling to promote. So it's like a two in one. I'm getting yeah. both types of clients, treat makers and bakers, and then just a regular person that's looking for desserts.
0: So, uh, do you have, or have you established, um, business accounts yet? Like, have, do you have any, um, businesses that you bake for on a regular or any type of events?
1: Um I had a company that booked me a few times for corporate events. Mm-hmm. So whenever she's throwing like an event at her her company or whatever she has, she contacts me. So I'm their designated baker. But um I haven't really worked with any other companies I did get reached out to from Target, but mm-hmm. I declined because they were trying to
0: try to finesse
1: you. I mean, real bad, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no profit at all. <clears throat>
0: uh, there was a thing that what was it a couple of years ago I said about Target or whatever, but I've seen them where uh, big brands or retailers uh, like to finesse the uh, small businesses. And but then they'll they'll exploit it by one they'll give you like awful terms or want demands that they normally don't have for other uh, vendors. And then, 2 they'll make even if you do do a deal with them, they'll make it look like they're doing something for the community and then publicize that because they have the marketing budget to put behind it, the campaign. And trick everybody into doing this stuff. It was, it was something about the Black uh what is it, Black Music Month is uh February. Um, I believe. And back when, you know, CDs were a hot commodity to sell and stuff like that, they always used to have these different displays or whatever. But, you know, I always I always got issues with stuff like that. i You yeah, know, that's just me though. I don't I don't really see where <sighs> these big, huge conglomerates are really uh supporting small businesses. Just like I, don't, I, I hate Walmart. I've boy, I've been boycotting them for like ten plus years now. When they actually put small businesses up, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, they they actually put small businesses out of business because they're going to communities, and it's documented. I like mean, the it, the information is out there. They'll try, they'll get uh they'll be subsidized by that particular community. Um, so like the plumbing, the foundation for the uh store and all that stuff, the city. Or the county that they take up residence in will pay for that, right? Out of the taxpayers' money. Then they'll talk about all these jobs that they bring in and whatever, get deferred um tax uh um status for that particular community. And then when it's time for them to start paying, they'll leave that community. So all the other businesses, the small businesses that was in that community already supplying the um whatever. General merchandise that they were selling are put out of business because they can't afford to compete with the prices. Um, so they go out of business. And then Walmart ends up leaving those communities. So now you got this. So you don't have anyone uh, that's in the small businesses there supplying the demands of the consumers. And then Walmart leaves and you know paid all this money. Now you got this whole big old vacant uh, store and all that stuff, whatever. And it's just, you know, it's just horrible. The way that they practice stuff, they also don't want to pay people uh, their overtime. They try to cheat people out their overtime. They have class action lawsuits in thirty seven states. I'm like the list just goes on and on. The company was way better when Sam Walton used to run it, um, you know, the founder. But you know, when he uh, died or whatever, it just went downhill from there. So I've been avoiding them for like years. I hate Walmart. Um, (laughs) No, for real, I hate them. But that, that's the reasons why, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, just, they're just a horrible. I wouldn't even do business with them. I don't care. They're like, we'll carry you. Like, I have a, uh, a hemp business, the cook shop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't care if they say they carry our products. But like, no, I don't want my products in your store anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would uh, turn down the opportunity because I don't think everything is a good opportunity anyway. All money ain't good money. Mm-hmm. And I have to be ethical.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm hmm. hmm. I got a sense that you know you're the same way, with like your business, the way that you treat it. Are you superb with the customer service? And also, are you ethical in your business? Yes. <laughs> does, yes does yes on both of them?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I run my business with integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, because if I was unethical, I mean, I saw it as me, me could possibly. Um, being unethical would be me taking that offer that a local target tried to give me. Mm-hmm. Why would I, cause I thought to myself, why would I accept this from a million dollar company, but mm-hmm. I'm charging regular degular folk, my luxury prices. I think that would be so unfair. And I just wasn't, I just wasn't with it. And, and yeah. too, I don't play about my money. So that was just a no go for me, yeah. but I'm very, um, Business oriented, so my customer service is really good. I've never had an issue with someone saying I have bad customer service. This never. was up, so I'm, yeah, I'm and the same it, way. And I, they always, you know, try to, oh, you know what, I, I'm just so happy because, um, you know, not a lot of black businesses, you know, have the reputation for having good customer service.
0: Well, one that's a misnomer. Oh, yeah.
1: But, you know, that's just the that's just a mm-hmm. hot rumor when it comes to small black businesses. They feel like they don't have good customer service. So mm-hmm. when they come to me and they have that experience, it kind of makes them happy to support mm-hmm. a black business because mm-hmm. of the customer service. They, they see how smooth the process is. Mm-hmm. If you check my reviews, you'll see a lot about my customer service like they really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and I, I can. Um, and I can. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like that. Uh, that rumor that, uh, that our community spreads about <laughs> our businesses.
1: Yeah.
0: One well, because one, I don't like how they group us all together either. Because you know, they don't do that. If you go to a, a gas station, you don't. If you go to a Circle K and have a bad experience, you gonna go to the next Circle K. You ain't gonna stop going to Circle K. Right, so why you don't? us in this homogeneous group or whatever that we don't belong in as businesses because we're all different um we all got commonalities but you know at the end of the day we're all different just like all businesses are different um you know some people take pride in their businesses and customer service and all that and some people don't i just think
1: that Mm -hmm. the customers they don't do their due diligence like there's a difference between a business and a side hustle Yes. And when it comes to they want to be so, so cheap, go to the cheapest person. And that person is that's their side hustle.
0: They're,
1: mm-hmm. they're not really as business structured.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't have
1: any business etiquette. It's just something mm-hmm. that they do on the side. They
0: don't have enough skin so, in the game.
1: Yeah. So
0: they haven't made the investment that it takes. Like mm-hmm. I can literally tell just by looking at your photos. That you love your business and that you run it like a business. Why you got professional photos? And that's the that's the um, that's like the icing whatever, right? Um, Because if you have professional photos, I can backtrack from there. You got professional designs, and then I can backtrack from there. This icing looks like this icing tastes fantastic, and that is a premium. You know what I'm saying? Made with premium ingredients and all that. So I can backtrack from there. So, you know, you can you can tell when someone's really doing what they're supposed to be doing as a business and then once some and when yeah. some people are just trying to, you know, make money or whatever, just because it seems like a hot industry and things of that nature. Um so what do you want to accomplish for the rest of this year?
2: Hmm.
1: Um, are we talking like a money go
0: if you if you want to talk about a money go what you want to talk about (laughs) this year interview
1: i i want to reach six figures but i don't really want to put a time stamp on it Mm because i don't want to put that pressure on myself okay i definitely want my business to be uh self-sufficient and uh Mm -hmm. As far as like my online presence, like mm-hmm. I just wanted to be so loyal that the same amount of money or more comes in every time. Doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't really want it to... I don't know how to put it. You don't
0: want those huge fluctuations. You want to stay yeah. consistent. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I want those six figures.
0: You can that. get there. You can easily get there with your talent. Yeah, you can do more than that.
1: But you know but- what, though? I've been saying that I I do have a lot of business knowledge, but I do low key, like I want a mentor that could get me there. A mentor that's there and mm-hmm. that can tell me how to get there. So I'm in the process of doing that.
0: Getting you a mentor? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, just let me know. You don't like anybody uh, <laughs> that you try to get. I, actually, I do that. Oh, I do that on Wednesdays. I do my mentoring on Wednesdays, but you know. We could we could do other stuff um other days and things of that nature and just because you're in an industry that I don't function in doesn't mean anything um all businesses have the same type of uh okay. principles you apply to them, and then you know you just got little stuff for each industry that you do, but money is money um I had a guy uh who uh been doing t shirts and stuff and graphics on them
2: mm-hmm.
0: for like five years mm-hmm. and he wasn't making no money. I broke it down to them. And that's actually what I was going to ask you too. Like, have you broken down your uh, business to where you know the numbers? Like, you know how much it is to put a cake together, the amount of time, the, what it is per uh, square foot of icing, or whatever the case may be.
1: Um, I did that when I made my menu,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then from then on, I went on my skills. So the ingredients is covered, and the rest is my time and my skill that you have to pay
0: me for. But you can uh, you can plug those numbers into like an Excel spreadsheet or something like that and know what you need to uh, make in order to make profit and all that.
1: You know what? I should make an Excel spreadsheet, but I.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I I did with him. Yeah, no, when you know, like when you know the nuts and bolts. Okay, like I tell you, I got a hemp based business, right? Mm -hmm. So I have uh, a, f- a four ounce jar salve. I have a two ounce jar salve. I have a one ounce jar salve. I have hemp rats I have tea, coffee, and all this stuff I have like 16 products or whatever. I can tell you what the profit margin is on each one of them, how much it takes to how much it takes for me to make them. And what do I have to make to make a profit? Um, actually only two hours worth of work in making any of the profits I get anywhere between the fifty to the 7% profit margin when I sell it. So it just matter of matter what I want to make in, you know, how much money do I want to like net or whatever. Um, that's what the goal is. Um, but yeah, when you break it down like that and you know, your business inside it out, man, you can make all these wonderful decisions and you know, you can really see the opportunity in what's profitable and versus like, you know, you might do something that's creative, but it doesn't sell as quickly or it takes a long time to sell. But if you do this over here, and you can make more profit or whatever because it sells quick and it has a higher profit margin. So you can give like a few more hours to that and just let that sell itself. and you making the money? And while that's coming in, that's funding the creative side over here. Do sure. you struggle with like, you know, creativity versus, uh, just transactions or what, you know what I'm saying? What people want versus what, um, is being sold. You know, continuously.
1: What do you mean?
0: Oh, okay, well uh, put this way. Okay, do you okay, no, actually that was a two point that was a two prong <laughs> question. Okay, so you have your creative side, right? You're a baker.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You like to be creative, right? Yes. So that means R D research and everything, research and development. You have to have time for that and you get inspired, so you want to try new things, but you don't know if these new things are going to sell and will they continuously sell. Like, you might make something that sells for a hot season, but you can also make something that sells year round, right? That's true. Um, So, you have to find like a balance. Huh? I've
1: had those products that, like, would be hot for a moment and then Mm -hmm. it would die down and then there's some things that's always going to sell that's on my menu
2: yeah
1: um the ones that became less and less popular i would remove Mm -hmm. but i do have my creative moments i don't really look at it as like uh like oh well it's not gonna sell because instagram is kind of like like you get paid for certain things, right? So mm-hmm. if I if I'm constantly putting out my creativity,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that flow of the people that I want as well other bakers and treat makers to get inspired by my page, they will follow me and then they will what they will eventually purchase from my website. So I don't really see it as like, oh, well, I'm not gonna make no money off of it because eventually mm-hmm. I will profit from it. Like I just made those. Strawberries that I posted recently, the gender reveal strawberries Generally,
0: strawberries. Oh they're at the top,
1: the top Let
0: row. Me, oh, with the little teddy bears and stuff.
1: Yes, like I okay. literally just made those what Thursday. Um, and Look at got the 640 likes I
0: have. uh likes, 144, 105. So yeah, people liking these things.
1: Exactly. That's content. So I'm creating content. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm getting the three for one. My content, my influencers and bakers are coming, and then my clients can see how creative I can be and get for their future events. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Okay, that's what's up. So, uh, let's see here. Is there, is there anything that we haven't covered thus far, or anything else, you know what I'm saying, we need to talk about?
1: No, I'm just waiting on you to text me about <laughs> this <was> project. <laughs> Cause I need their free money. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about this mentor because I need them six figures.
0: <laughs> I, all right, I well, everything
1: covered.
0: Well, all right. Well, we got that. Uh <laughs> we're we gonna get that going. But uh everybody out there, uh, let's see, they can follow uh Tina's Pretty parties on Instagram at Tina's Pretty Party. I put the link in the the comment section and then your Tina's pretty parties on Facebook with the uh, spaces in between the wording. Um you can uh, they can also go to your uh was a uh, website. Was this Link Tree yeah. Tina's pretty parties? Is that a dot? No. My website
1: just... is Tina's prettyparties.com.
0: Oh yeah, you need a why you got a LinkedIn tree on your uh Facebook? I thought I, I thought I saw a website I have, website.
1: I have Instagram, I have Pinterest. My Pinterest yeah. does really well, but I, get I could that. be I could be more into my Pinterest. And then I have Instagram, TikTok. Oh uh,
0: so I
1: have multiple platforms that I use, so I just have the link tree there.
0: This one thing I, I forget to ask you. Uh did you do a business structure? Like what's your business structure? Yourself self uh oh. LLC, what
1: <laughs> I'm an LLC.
0: Okay. You need to get I you some, so,
1: uh-huh. but I just changed to uh LLC.
0: One single member
1: LLC?
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, your your tax status is not gonna change. Um, because you're you're still a single member as far as the amount. Um uh, I think like fifteen percent. Well, actually, I'm talking about Georgia, sorry. Uh you're in Florida. I got I'll have to look up Florida law. But um so with your LLC, you can go to any of those schools that are close to you, those colleges, get an MOU, memorandum of understanding with that college. And get you some interns. That way they can help you with the uh social media stuff, promoting all the things. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> right MOU?
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Memorandum of understanding.
1: Interns.
0: Uh-huh. That's how you get your interns. You don't have to pay them as long as you're not having them like get coffee and stuff like that under the federal guidelines. Um, as long as they're getting real business related experience that they can put on their resumes and walk away with because you sign off on their hours for school and stuff. Some internships they got in 300 hours, some internships they got well, bachelor's uh I haven't seen anything higher than about 3 maybe 400 hours. Um yeah, you can sign up as many schools as you want to however many you want to take over, take on. Uh most of the time, when you call a school, all you got to do is hit up the dean over whatever program or study you're trying to get interns from. Because mm-hmm. um, normally they are the uh, person that handles internships. Um, if not, they can direct you, or the campus should have a career services uh, program or a person that's in charge of uh, career services or something like that. Um, they also handle internships too and you can get those college students to start doing all these other tasks. Um, These. Yeah. And you can build your business that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I taught this class, uh, um, workshop on Facebook last month about how to grow your business to a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and that's like one of the uh, strategies. There's a, there's a whole lot more. I have a whole PowerPoint and everything on it. Um, I'm thinking about doing like the half a million dollar one as well. I do that. I'm going to do that later on in the year. Because I'm trying to get people to a hundred thousand first. I first. I'm like, I can't get you to a half a million if you can't get to a hundred thousand. But, you know, it gets more and more advanced or whatever. So, yeah, I'm like, that's just one of the things that people forget about and don't think about. And it's so easy because you have a business structure and you don't have to have a physical location and all that stuff, whatever. Yes, ideally, that's great. But the task that you got them doing is stuff that you do online and communicate with them excuse me, about what what you want them to accomplish. And you sign up on their stuff. Everybody y'all make sure y'all go out there follow Tina's uh um all her different um platforms and things of that nature. Y'all make sure y'all go get that app downloaded. We're over a thousand downloads and we're trying to get to two thousand. So we just started I think I'm at a thousand five or something like that. But y'all make sure y'all go download the app, keep continuing to uh tune into the show. Uh, I got a few shows um on Monday. I don't know. I'll put the out there the flyers and everything it's there y'all follow the page y'all get the notifications thank you ma'am i appreciate your time any last words for the audience
1: um <laughs> why you gotta put me on the
0: spot <laughs> i'm just giving you the moment give you the, um, to give you the well, opportunity i appreciate <laughs> you
1: reaching words. out to me and having me on your show i had a good time i look forward to working with you in the future And um, if you guys want to stay on the journey with me as I bake and grow to my six figures, Mm -hmm. follow me on all my platforms.